Hello, and welcome to Rose Before Bros, everyone's favorite bachelor discussion show. Is that what we're going to call it? Sure. (laughs) My name is Kellen, and the cheerfully agreeing person is Steph, and we are your host on this magical journey that we call Rose Before Bros. How's it going, Kellen? I have have some questions. Um, Sure. Because I have... uh, once again, not watch the episode. So, um, for the record, I want everyone to know I did watch the first one, but uh, since then I've been none for none. Um, so, do you feel like you're missing something in your life? Do you feel there's a void? Uh, <laughs> yeah. See, exactly. You're doing fine. Maybe a re- I got your back. Maybe a, uh, a revolution void in their album, Politics of Desire. Shout out. Thanks to the music. Um, <laughs> Is it a rose-shaped void in your heart? No, not really. It's, um... <laughs> yeah. I feel pretty well, don't okay. Worry. I got your back. Uh, you know, People okay, People vs. OJ is on Netflix now, so, um... Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So... <laughs> so everyone go uh, I got go, some big weekend plans everyone go watch that instead and um, <laughs> when you're like five episodes in and need a break listen to the podcast <laughs> uh while you're doing your dishes after you eat dinner uh yeah okay so let's talk about where we left off uh which is the swamp yeah, we're um, well. We kind of left the swamp, and but we were still on the two-on-one date with Nick, Taylor, and Corinne. At that point, Nick had already sent Taylor home, but she did not like that, so she decided to stick around and crash their dinner, which is always a good idea. And uh, basically, it was just super awkward. Like Taylor walked in, and in front of both of them was like, "Corinne, you lied," and Nick, we need to talk, and pulls Nick outside to. Just reiterate that Corinne lied and that Taylor is not a bully and that she thinks he's making a mistake. And Nick is all like, thanks, but I'm good. Bye. (laughs) He just says, I don't, maybe they talked for longer than we saw, but he says that he doesn't think she's a bully, but like, I'm good. (laughs) And I I don't know. Uh, It just was so frustrating. Taylor needs to stop digging these holes for herself. I mean, fair enough. Like, it's never a good approach. But Corinne did lie, right? Totally, yeah. I mean, like, well, yeah, she... I mean, she's allowed to feel how she feels, right? But, like, no, Taylor did not bully you. I'm sorry. Um, But, yeah, I mean, it's just... It's frustrating, not because Taylor is wrong, but just because, at this point, Nick is not interested in hearing it and has made his decision. And I feel like... People just need to let it lie. Like, just let him deal with his own (laughs) decisions that he's making. And, like, Taylor coming back to dinner is not going to change his mind. Yeah, fair enough. Um, Do you think that she really thought she was going to change his mind? Or the producers were like, okay, we need one more scene out of you. Let's do this. Yeah, it was a a producer's call for sure. So, I don't think Taylor's a bad person. Uh, I I think... I am on her team, but I just wish that she would stop uh, talking about Corinne, which I think, think she is because she got sent home. 
Do you think she's ever on another Bachelor show? Um, that's a good question. I mean, Corinne is probably going to be on Bachelor in Paradise, right? So Taylor might show up as a little rivalry. I could see that. What do you think? Okay. Uh, no. No. I mean, I hope she does it for her own benefit. Yeah, right? I love how this is a show where I'm actively cheering for people to get kicked off so that they can do better things. Yeah. I, you know, mental health counselors are really important. I hope she does that. Right? Like, and you... You know, uh, Rachel seems pretty great. It would be a shame for her to end up with uh, Nick. Yes. Agreed. Hey, speaking of which, um, can you fill me in on one of the great mysteries of life, and more importantly, this show? Mm -hmm. What is it exactly that women want? Um, Apparently, they really want Nick, which... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I've I've got some questions. Yeah. Are you sure? I know. I I don't get it. I'm not saying I understand it. I just you know from watching this episode, they are really committed to Nick. <laughs> they really wanted to work with him. They want him to make them feel special and uh, that there's no one else there he wants, and they just want to be with him. I mean, I, I want to ask why, obviously, but I, I know there's I know. no easy I don't answer. Have the answer. What do people cite as, like, Nick's good traits? I think what I've heard is people say that he's very upfront and honest and genuine. Um, that he, like, says what's on his mind, and he's, um, I don't know. That's what I hear. <laughs> okay counter-argument to the case of him being genuine, uh, he's on The Bachelor? Yeah, and, like, some of that, I hope, is just from being a 36-year-old man who, like, maybe has had some life experiences and treats people with some level of compassion, maybe? Like, that's kind of what I hope, but it doesn't mean that he's, like, the prize to be won, right? I don't Mm -hmm. know. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Well... That's disappointing. I know. Um, I know. I mean, we do also have a rose ceremony at the end of this episode, this, uh, or the end of this trip to New Orleans, but the beginning of this episode. Um, <laughs> and he cuts three women. And I just want to give you a heads up, man. This episode got really weird. And at the end of the day, six people went home on this one episode. It was like Ugh. the Bowling Green Massacre of The Bachelor. It was out of control. Except this actually Except sort of sort happened. Of happened. <laughs> uh, okay, so who, who goes home? So Jamie, Josephine, and Alexis all go home. And, which, like, what? I know. I mean, they were all kind of expected. Like, we, these were people that were going to go home at some point. Um, but Jamie's great, and Alexis was our comedic entertainment for the season. So we're losing on some real winners here. That's That's so crazy, because when we were discussing the contestants you asked me you know who 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 among the contestants would you would i date and i think i said those three yeah i think you might have so they're available <laughs> yeah again though they're on the they were on the bachelor say, so that's 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 a big red flag i know um that's true well huh okay so 
cool. So the show is now way less interesting. Um, right. I'm really going to miss Alexis, actually. I mean, I know that she was never going to end up with Nick, and she was pretty much just for entertainment purposes. But I don't know. I thought she was pretty funny. She brought some levity to the show, and uh, I appreciated yeah. her. So now, every time you mention someone on the show, I'm probably going to, my reaction's going to be, wait, they're still here? Yeah, exactly. I know. Uh, there's one in particular that I know people are going to be really confused by, so let me just get it out of the way. There is still a girl on this season named Whitney at this point. That Wait, who that? Exactly. That we have not talked about because she barely talked. I think we uh, mentioned her last episode because she talked for the very first time on camera and I wanted to give her a shout out. So, uh, Whitney is still there, but uh, Jamie, Josephine, and Alexis, who we've all seen much more of, I'll go home. But Whitney is really pretty, so, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah, I'm going to have to look at a picture of her, because I, I have no idea who this person is. Uh, okay, so they're done with New yeah. Orleans. So What's then next? they head to St. Thomas, because it's been a whole episode with no girls in bikinis, and that will not stand. God forbid. So, uh, pack your bags. We are going to St. Thomas with Nick. Your dreams come true. Do, wait, do I need to pack my bags? Yeah, you're going to. We're all going. It's a podcast trip. Oh. Oh, cool. Wait, do I need, do I need my, I'm not sure my passport is up to date. Well, um, it's going to be a problem. Oh, shit. Get it together, Kellen. Um, okay. So you're on The Bachelor now. This is serious business. <laughs> You're on The Bachelor now. Your life has got to be together. <laughs> Those things do not go together. Just kidding. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Well, we can still go to St. Thomas and uh, live vicariously through this crazy weird episode together. Okay, so we're going to get tropical, and we're going to get topical. Uh, Which of these contestants do you think is most likely to be confirmed for President Trump's cabinet? Uh, Rachel, duh. Oh, sorry, she's black. Trump doesn't like black people. I would say Corinne, because she's dumb, hot, and she's wealthy. No, absolutely. That's, That's the right answer. I went with the logical choice. That's totally my bad. I'm really sorry. Yeah. Corinth's answer. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we're, uh, we are in St. Thomas now, right? I, I can't yep. tell. It looks remarkably similar to where I was before, but, um. Yeah, but, you know, just imagine. So we're in St. Thomas, and, um, Nick announces pretty much right away that they have a one on one date that very day. Uh, and he's taking Christina on the dates who he has not spent that much time with yet, but seems to be really into you like her a lot too. Yeah. And you know, uh, I do remember she did the thing where she was like, Hey, I've got something to tell you later. Yeah. And that apparently worked. He's like, okay, tell me. Yeah, exactly. So, um, we know a little bit about Christina in that she has she has a Russian accent and she's mentioned being adopted and she grew up in Kentucky. So these are things that we know, but there's a lot of gaps to fill in. 
Um, at first, they just like take a helicopter ride, and of, of course, course they do. It's been like two weeks without that, so need to uh, hit their quota. And they just like have beers on the beach and play in the water. It looks fun, but like the real focus is on her backstory, especially now that she's like built it up to be this, you know, secret that she's holding. Um, so she, you know, opens up a little bit to Nick about what her, what her past has been like. Um, it's pretty real, Kellen. It's pretty real. <laughs> um, so basically, the gist is that uh, it sounds like her mother was pretty abusive, and emotionally at least, if not worse, um, and like starved her maybe a little bit. I'm not. I didn't really get the details on that, but like basically, it wasn't good. Uh, and at the age of five, uh, her mother kicked Christina out of the house and Christina went to live in an orphanage until she was 12 when she was adopted and brought to the United States. Um, so that's pretty dark. Yeah. It seems like that that's their new thing though, right? This is the, uh, definitely the Jubilee spot of, yeah, uh, I'm from Haiti. I was adopted. Everyone I knew growing up is dead. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm glad that they can throw in some, like, grave, you know, global sadness amongst all the frolicking and bathing suits. I know. I mean, that's the thing about it, though, is that, like, when I was watching it, I was listening and, I, you know, I I appreciate her struggle but I also just had a really hard time <laughs> like soaking it in because when I think about it objectively, that is a really sad, terrible story, and I feel very badly for her. I really sympathize. I hope that that I hope that she's doing okay. Um, but I also just like couldn't take it seriously because you're on The Bachelor, <laughs> like, and then I felt so bad. I felt like a terrible human being for not being able to like fully appreciate her experience. Um, yeah, just because like you're on and I The mean- Bachelor. <laughs> Right. So I'm trying to imagine this. Is she telling like the sort of the tragic story of her origins like while in her bikini? They're at dinner at this point. So she's in a a short little Oh, okay. Thank God. Something with dignity. Um, But I I mean, like, let's be real though. If she was in her bikini, that would be, you know, par for the course, right? I mean, it's... Huh. Well, uh, cool. So I love that someone can, like, tell, like, a really touching story. Like, if she was an Olympic athlete, this would be a whole featurette that would uh, move us all. But on The Bachelor, we're just like, okay, that's kind of interesting, but I'm mostly bored. Are y'all going to make out now or what? No, that's what I felt so bad about is that, like, here we have a real genuine uh, human experience and life story to tell. And I was just sitting there being like, all right, next. <laughs> like, I'm just – have I have I become dead inside, Kellen? Has The Bachelor changed me? I mean, if you want to say it's The Bachelor that did that, we, we can say that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's so many terrible things to blame it on right now, so yeah, we'll go with that. I- I mean, like, you know, and, and I was about to say, it sort of uh, points to the hypocrisy, right? Because we give The Bachelor a lot of uh, grief for not having, you know, real genuine right. moments where people are people. But, um... <laughs> and then when we do the it, it's fa- like, shut it off. <laughs> yeah, and, and the fact is, I mean, it just, the show has made it so that the show is a hostile environment for sincerity, you know? Oh. It's, um... 
The Bachelor is where sincerity goes to die. Yes. So, um, yeah. Hey, hey, Christina, I'm sorry about everything. You seem dope, though. Um, yeah. Hopefully you get kicked. Hopefully you get kicked off the show and can do something better. For sure. Yeah. I mean, she gets the, the date rose, of course, so she's good for now. And he seems really into her. So we will see what happens. All right. So what's next? Next is a group date, which is also just a fucking weird date. Um, a bunch of them go to the beach and like, I think they're supposed to have this fun beach day, um, but they end up playing just like this volleyball tournament and people get really mad because they are supposed to be playing volleyball when they want to just be spending time with Nick. But like, were they being forced to play volleyball? <laughs> is this like mandatory volleyball tournament time? Because I'm pretty sure you could just stop playing, right? Um, and also it just gets weird because at this point, pretty much everybody has been on a one-on-one date, except for Jasmine, who gets really mad about it. And they all, I think they all feel like they just want time with Nick instead of spending time with this whole group and they want to feel special and they want to feel like Nick notices them, but Hey, you went on the bachelor, so you don't get to feel special until a random dude that you just met proposes to you, and then you are supposed to get married to him. So it's just like <laughs> that's the deal. <laughs> that's I'm sorry, I, you know, I, I didn't make the rules, but this is like the 21st season. You should know. <laughs> like you, are, guess what? You're not special. You're on a date with six other women. Sorry. <laughs> no, I mean, they're all special. It just like, it's a really weird environment. It's a weird time. They're kind of at this middle point where basically he's like gotten rid of all the casual people and now they want serious time with him. So it just gets weird. <laughs> you've, got, you've got rid of all the fucking casuals. <laughs> now only the, the hardcore <laughs> players are like, left. Yeah, we're not fucking around anymore. This is serious. <laughs> so... Wait, okay, quick question, though. Um, who's good at volleyball? Nobody. I mean, Danielle M is a little bit, because she's tall. But, like, no, well, none of them. <laughs> they all just, like, fall in the sand. Granted, I think they took some shots before, so we have to factor that in. But, yeah, no one's, like, great at it. <laughs> mm. um, and also, the volleyball tournament kind of just dissolves into all the women running around the beach crying. Like, literally, we we don't really see them talk much. We don't see them interact with Nick that much. We don't see them have a good time. It's They play volleyball, then they start crying, and they all, like, disperse across the beach. And then we cut to them back in the hotel, and they tell us that Raven got the group date rose. We don't even see it. Um, but we... Oh, wait, hold on. Raven's still on? Yeah, fucking Raven. I know. <laughs> so Raven. <laughs> but I did forget one big moment. I'm sorry. Uh, one thing we did see that I think overshadowed a lot of the date was Jasmine. I mentioned that she was pretty upset. She hasn't gotten a one-on-one date yet, um, which is fair. You know, like if you don't get a one-on-one at this point, like it's time to go home, you know? Um, so she chooses to confront him, which is totally fair. But I think girlfriend had some t- some drinks and maybe some sun and she just went a little crazy uh, she started talking about, like, wanting to choke him because she's mad at him. And it started as a playful thing. And then she started about started talking about, like, wanting to choke him in maybe another context. And then, like, kind of playfully did. And he just was not into it. <laughs> and then she also just, like, started to get real sexual on him, which, you know, is Nick's deal. But 
he just wasn't into it. Uh, at that point, it was pretty clear that she was going to go home. So he sends her home on the group date. And I feel badly because she really didn't get that much time to show her personality. And the time that they did allow her, she clearly was just, like, too far gone. Okay, so I'm trying to trace her emotional journey here. Yeah, it got real weird. So it starts out with, like, hey, I'm really sad. Uh, yeah. This hasn't worked out. Now I'm going to confront you and be angry about it. And now yeah. I'm going to turn it into, like, a weird sex thing. Yeah, that's literally what happened. I mean, I'm kind <laughs> of sad we didn't get a one-on-one -on -one date, too, now that, now that you think about it. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't use more of that. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, that's where Jasmine's journey ended. Mm -hmm. So, so at this point, are all the people of color eliminated? No, we still have Rachel. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Danielle L. is still there. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, all right, Nick. You're not as overtly racist as I assumed you'd be. Yeah, it's actually much better than previous seasons. So that's <laughs> progress, you know? Yeah. Uh, not saying much, but progress. We'll take it. Okay, so Raven gets the group date rose and everything was weird. Yep, that's literally my summary for you. I, I can work with that. <laughs> so, w what do we have coming up next? Is that another one-on-one, -on -one or...? Well, Kellen, so we actually have another two-on-one date, which is pretty rare, um, because usually there's only two one two-on-one date per season. It's usually kind of this dramatic thing, and we thought that we were finished it with it with Taylor and Corinne, but we have another one coming up with uh, Danielle L. and Whitney. Remember Whitney? Who? Okay, <laughs> hold on. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look right now at a picture of Whitney. Okay. Uh, Tell me if you like, is, have ever seen her before. Me... Oh, she's um the Pilates instructor. <laughs> yeah, she is. How'd you know that? Oh, I'm, I'm looking at a, the bio right now. Um, oh, okay. I thought you just saw a picture. Yeah, she is. No, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the picture. Pilates instructor, part-time model. Okay, I get why she's still here. I see the picture. I get it. Yeah, um, exactly. For, for those of you who uh, also don't know what she looks like, I'm, I'm going to give you a hint. She's got brown hair, and she's super pretty. Nick's type. Done. <laughs> uh, and also, one of... Um, Two acceptable types on The Bachelor, which are uh, uh, brunette and super pretty and blonde and super pretty. <laughs> also, the part-time model thing really gets me. They're all part-time Does she probably models, still right? have to keep her normal job? <laughs> you know, I, I, I gotta be honest. Some of those girls probably wouldn't have to keep their regular job. <laughs> <laughs> she could be a waitress or a <laughs> stewardess. Stewardess in the 60s, I think that's another option. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, she's good. She's very beautiful, but we just haven't seen anything of her. But we get to see her more on a two-on-one date. Yay? Alright, and now we're back. Two women enter... One woman leaves, but in this case, the woman who leaves isn't the winner, because it's a two-in-one on The Bachelor. 
Yeah, I mean, these two-on-one dates are always super weird, um, and they both go into it feeling a little off. Uh, I mean, they all do, actually, because Nick is feeling off from the weird group date, and Danielle L. is feeling like she thought that she was kind of had this in the bag. She was feeling really confident about her relationship with Nick, and now she's landed on a two-on-one date, which is usually not a good sign for your relationship. Like, the winners do not go on two-on-one dates. And Whitney is like, oh my god, a date. So it's all just a weird kind of dynamic here. Um, they, of course, fly on a helicopter to an island. Shocking. Um, and they all just kind of sit around. Like, Whitney and Nick talk for a little bit at first. And then Danielle L. and Nick talk for a little bit. And it's kind of funny. I mean, obviously. And they, they find the skeleton of Olivia, <laughs> yeah. who had just died on the I that know, island. right? Remember when Olivia got left behind and then they returned? Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know exactly, you know, what they saw or what they, what they saw <laughs> besides Olivia, what they talked about. I'm sure they talked for longer than we saw. But it looks like Nick talks to Danielle for like two seconds before deciding to send Whitney home. <laughs> uh, so they pull a Ben and uh, just leave Whitney on the island. And. Nick and Danielle fly away. Uh, but just like a fun f- side note here, I wanted to tell you, I thought you'd enjoy this. We find out, um, because all the women are talking about Danielle while she's on this date, and they're all saying that she and Nick don't really work together, which I think is really interesting, because the show has edited edited itself to make it seem like Nick and Danielle have this really strong connection. Um, and it seems like all the women don't really feel that. And on top of that, Danielle has a nickname. Uh, they all call her D'Lo. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I thought you'd be into that. <laughs> uh, it's real original. So, yeah. Uh, but who was it? Who uh, On Ben's season, the, the girl who won, she had a nickname too, didn't she? Uh, Lo, maybe? Lauren? I should... Yeah, she was like Lolo or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I just I know you get a kick out of the the nicknames, so just yeah, keep no, I, I I do love the the sort of friendship between the people there. I know, you know I if, do too. If they could eliminate Nick, it might be an interesting show. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, they call Vanessa V and D'Lo, and that's all I got so far. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, so D'Lo, Danielle, and Nick fly away in their helicopter and meet up for dinner so at this point danielle's feeling pretty good because she's like all right we got this bitch whitney out of the way now let's focus on us and let's just get this proposal done because she's like ready to go so she starts telling nick uh her you know thoughts on their relationship and they kind of start getting into a conversation about like what kind of relationship they see themselves being in and danielle thinks they're on the same page but nick is clearly not feeling it like something looks off um especially the way that they edit this episode is part of the episode it's pretty clear that nick is having some reservations they cut the music um so it's just like them quietly talking with you know cameras all around them um nick's face looks so unhappy and danielle breaks out the uh i'm falling in love with you only for nick to say that he it does not feel the same way. So he sends someone else home. And somebody who really thought they were a front runner. 
and yeah, someone I thought was a front. Runner. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't. I was not a huge fan of her personality, but I did think that she, you know, was very nice and seemed like she might be someone that he would get along well with. Um, basically, his whole explanation of it is just that it was more the idea of her than the reality. You know, that like she was. So- oh, what the fuck? I ever? know. I don't even know what that means. She like he. She was somebody that he wanted to feel strongly about, but he just doesn't, and he's so sad. Okay, so when he gets back, though, and it's revealed that he sent he had sent both of them home, does everyone freak the fuck out? Yeah, so, I mean, they see, they do this move I think we've talked about before, where a producer will come into the hotel room and take away the suitcase of somebody who got sent home. Uh-huh. So when the producer comes in and takes Danielle's, they all kind of freak out. But then... Nick, who's having a really hard time processing all this, he comes to their hotel room. He's crying. And he's telling them about how he really wants this all to work out, but he's having doubts right now because he's feeling like, what if all of his strong relationships, like the one he felt he had with Danielle, what if they all fizzle out and that he wants this to work and he wants it to be real and he's just, um, he's concerned. Okay, hold up what like <laughs> homeboy you're the one who made that call i mean like but he, that's how he feels you know he's not feeling it but then he just like feels that if you know a week ago he and danielle had this strong connection and then now he it turns out he's not feeling it what if that happens with everybody that's so fucking insane because you know what that is that's like if you were in an actual relationship with someone, you would just be like, huh, weird. You go home, you right. not think about it, you go on another date, and everything's fine right. again. Because you can't just say, huh, I'm not feeling it in this instance, so let's end it forever. Exactly, yeah, I mean, that's or, the frustrating part. And then he's like, oh, wait, what I did was, like, shitty and irrational. I'm so sad because I suck. Yeah. I mean, I'm sad because you suck too, bro. But, I mean... Get it together. I don't know. I I gotta say, it's just... It's pathetic in that if you're going to feel bad and then feel bad about being bad, you might as well be named me and not be on The Bachelor. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, I'm with you on that. Like, he... It seemed like a very snap judgment, you know. And obviously, when you're in this environment in which you're dating six other people at the same time, it's easy to be like, oh, this week, Danielle and I kind of fell back, but, you know, Rachel and I move forward, so bye, Danielle. Um, and that's just not reality. That's not how that works. You know, like, it's okay to have reservations, but uh, I think that it seemed kind of out of the blue. I'm not really sure that there was an explanation for it. Yeah, that just goes back to the same weird structure to me. I don't know. You have like too much power over right. it, or your I someone needs to take the roses away from him for a yeah. little bit, you know. Um, but hey, uh, whatever. It's all bullshit anyway. So yeah, I mean, they do set uh, it up to uh, to make it look like he is just gonna walk away from the whole thing, but we know that's not true. Yeah, like, dude, come on. We <laughs> we've seen the previews. Ah, I know. Whatever. Yeah. It's dumb. Well, I, 
And so I, I guess there's not another rose ceremony, huh? Yeah. So, I mean, six people went home. I think we're just going to cool it on the rose ceremony for a little bit. I'm not sure there is going to be one or not, but uh, we'll find out next week. So uh, let's um, let's talk winners and losers. And, and um, So, Steph, who, who are your winners and losers? It was pretty tough this week. It was a really weird episode, and not a lot of people <laughs> came out in a positive light. But I'll have to give it to Rachel. Um, she has continued to be a rational, level-headed person, it seems. Um, during the group date, she kind of calls Nick out and, I mean, maybe maybe not calls him out, but, like, expresses that she's feeling uncomfortable and that, like, he kind of needs to get his head in the game. And I just felt like she had some real talk with him, which I appreciated. And my loser is Nick because he's an idiot and uh, he really annoyed me this episode and every other episode – and I just think he's being dumb. I think he's uh, just, I don't know. I don't know what the cure is. I don't think there is one, but I just don't want to see this episode again. That's how I feel. Uh, I'm with you. I'm with what about you? you? Uh, and, oh. I, and I didn't even watch it, and I don't want to see <laughs> yeah, it again. Exactly. Um, well, without seeing it, do you uh, have a winner and loser? Yeah, definitely. Um, so Raven's the winner because, what? You're still on the show? Awesome. Yep. So Raven. Um, and the loser, ooh, I'm going to go with whoever's in charge of planning dates. I mean, they just hung out on the beach for, like, everything? That that was it? Yeah, it was pretty lame. Like, there, I mean, you know, there was a, and, like, your one attempt at a structured activity was the fucking volleyball tournament that everyone hated. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know, bachelor date planners, you're, you're, uh... You might be on the cutting block next. I, I, w- I wouldn't expect a rose after the cocktail ceremony. Oh, shit. You know what I mean? Well, stay tuned. Uh, we will see if the, pe- <laughs> <laughs> if the people if running the people this who show... make the dates on The Bachelor are eliminated. <laughs> also, cameraman B. <laughs> Shitty work. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, this show is really unpredictable, Kellen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so what what do we got coming up? Um, next week, we just see kind of the fallout of what happened. On this episode, a lot more crying, but one uh, shining moment is upon us in which Corinne tries to bone Nick. Hey. So we got that to look forward to. <laughs> do you think she's going to do it? Hey. Do you think she's going to be successful? Um... I mean, no, because of the way they've structured it. But like, what you're gonna you're gonna have scruples now all of a sudden, Nick? Just do yeah. it. I mean, come, come on. on. Just classic come Nick. On. Come on, <laughs> just go for it. Yeah, I mean, I think that like they're gonna present this as his wake up call, and you know that the season's gonna turn because he's really gotten uh, serious about this. So I think he's gonna turn Corinne away, but, like, you know, after making out with her for a while. I hope it's, like, immediately right at the beginning of next week's episode. Like, while everyone is still feeling super weird and weepy, Corinne's like, now's my moment. (laughs) Uh, Literally, I think that's what's gonna happen, so (laughs) it's not so far off. Uh, Hey, well, that's that's something to look forward to. Um, And hey, uh, thank you so much for listening dear listeners and you have something to look forward to with next week when we do yet another episode 
episode episode <laughs> of Rose Before Bros, where nothing could possibly go wrong. Um. So hey, uh, like I mentioned, our music's by Revolution Void. It's off the album The Politics of Desire. We're on Twitter. I'm at CalNLC. Stephanie is at Stephanie Ramsey. We have a website. It's rosebeforebros.com. And you can email us at rosebeforebrospodcast at gmail.com. The best way to follow us is probably on Facebook. Like us there and uh, participate in some fun shenanigans. I don't know. Subscribe on iTunes. Leave a review. Do stuff. Just do stuff. And hey, Steph, I know this is going to be a specific question, but it's come up in my life. If I am in a weird, miserable beach volleyball tournament and I feel like going off and crying separately, what would you remind me of so that I, I don't lose heart? I would just be like, hey, bro, like, don't let anyone steal your sparkle. Mm-hmm.